Hey there, thank you so much for joining me today. Jesus is preparing us to stand before him. He's preparing us for eternity. And there's so much work that he's wanting us to do on the earth right now before he comes. And one of the things that is heavy on his mind is those who are taking their life. And he wants to prepare us. He wants to teach us how we can help them. And so let's acknowledge him and we will begin. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for reaching out to us. Thank you for telling us things to come and how we can do your work here on the earth to help those who are lost in suffering. We thank you, we praise you, and give you all the glory. And so the reason people are taking their lives is because they're being harassed and oppressed by the enemy. In Acts 10.38, Jesus went around doing good, healing especially those who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. Hosea says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And so those people that are taking their lives, and maybe you've lost a child that, that took his or her life, and Jesus wants you to know that you can do something about it. We can prevent this. I mean, so many kids are so ignorant of the Word of God because they're not being taught. The churches have lost their power. They've lost what they're supposed to be teaching. In fact, many of them are just doing church for a business, trying to make money, and they're not teaching the Word. Jesus wants you to know. And even adults are perishing for lack of knowledge because they're turned off by religion. Jesus isn't religious. He's a person, and he is in love with you. And so the enemy, his main access, his main playground, is in a person's mind. Corinthians tells us to take captive every thought. Our warfare isn't against flesh and blood. But it's a spiritual war, and we are to take captive every thought. Anything that rises up against the true knowledge of God, theories and reasonings. You know, if your child is depressed, you need to teach them that it's the enemy talking to your child. And if your, if your child doesn't talk to you and you don't know that, that's not a good thing. And so you want to have the communication lines always open. Teach him about the enemy. Satan has come to still kill and destroy. He doesn't want any of us living with Jesus forever. Jesus said, I've come that you may have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. John 10.10. 10. And so we need to teach our children that Satan's access is in their thinking. And when he comes to talk to them, he will say things like, cut yourself, kill yourself, you're a bad person, oh, you're ugly, you're too fat, uses kids at school to say mean things, and then he plays that tape over and over in their mind. What they hear, anything negative they hear, he just replays it and replays it. And what Jesus said is take captive every thought, resist the enemy, and he will flee. But if they don't have that information, 
If you don't have that information, if it's not talked about, the enemy is going to take over. And you don't want your child to be cutting themselves or um, killing themselves or, or suffering with those bad thoughts of themselves. Make sure you're talking to them. Make sure they know how much you love them. Make sure you're always building them up. Make sure you tell them they're beautiful because just the way they are. Because in the world now, there, there's so much competition on beauty. And they need to know that they are beautiful on the outside and the inside. And that doesn't even make them worthy. But it's just a lie from the enemy. And so if they're believing, for instance, they're ugly their whole life because somebody said something at school, it's going to affect every part of their life. And they're going to be distracted, which is exactly what the enemy wants, with worrying about how they look, what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink, what they're going to wear, and then be, be distracted from the very thing, the very good work that God wants to do in them. God created us all with a gift that will provide for us. And it's working in his kingdom, doing something in his kingdom for him that will bring, bring glory to his name, that will provide for them, that will make them happiness and give them joy and peace because your gift makes room for you. He, he gifted each of us to do something that we were created to do, that we're good at, that we're going to like to do, and it's going to bring us happiness, and it's going to keep us. Train up your child in the way he should go in his gift, and it'll keep us on that path of seeking after him, knowing that God is good. So many kids are brought up, what are you going to do when you grow up? And they have all this pressure on them and all these choices to make. And they choose without God what they're going to be when they grow up. And then they're distracted all their lives. And it's really too sad that we aren't preparing for eternity because Jesus is going to come. And if we don't know, if we don't have understanding, we're not even going to believe Jesus is coming. Kids are not going to church and... There isn't always a church to bring them to, and so you as parents have to take care of that. It's your responsibility. You have to do it. They're your kids. Um, I met someone once and was telling them about Jesus just a couple months ago, and she had a little girl, and, and my heart goes out to these people that I know don't know Jesus, and they have kids. Because the kids, they, they learn what their parents teach them. And if the parents don't believe in God, then the kids don't believe in God. If I talk to a parent about um, Jesus, the kids are watching and listening, and then I can hear them when they leave. What was she talking about? Because I don't know. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. We have to do that work. We have to bring up our child in the way of the Lord. you got to seek and find Jesus. Not everyone goes to heaven. And the enemy is going to make sure that you are ignorant of the word. He's out to steal the word from you. He's out to steal God from you. He doesn't want you to have God. And you know the other thing that he does? Um, I'm in 
2 Corinthians 11, he comes dressed as an angel of light. And many times in churches, he does that with a false prophet, with a, a false teacher. And I want to I um, read to you what it says here, um, starting in verse 13. For such men are false prophets, deceitful workmen masquerading as apostles of Christ, the Messiah. And it's no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So it's not surprising if his servants also masquerade as ministers of righteousness, but their end will correspond with their deeds. This time here is short. And if you don't know the Word of God, if you don't know Jesus, if Jesus, if you haven't asked him to come and live on the inside of you, you're not going to know that you're being deceived, that Satan is pretending in someone else to be good and to be teaching you the right thing. So many people, because God's way just is so much higher than our way, and they don't have understanding, they just go to a church that's powerless and, and, and teaches them what they want to hear. It seems right. It seems good. We don't have to change. You know, this other way is just way too weird. We can't do it. They're masquerading around as an angel of light if they're not teaching you the truth. And so you have to know this truth for yourself. God wants us to prevent those who are taking their lives from doing that, from letting Satan be in control. We have authority over him. Jesus said in Luke 10, I have given you power and authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over the power the enemy possesses, and nothing shall harm you. He's giving you power and authority. When you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, you have his power on the inside of you to have understanding, to know what the world doesn't know. You can even know if your child is thinking about committing suicide. Um, when my son was growing up, and even now, God tells me, well, one night in particular, he told me that my son was lying to me. And um, I went in and confronted him, and he's like, well, yeah, yeah. And I knew, because Jesus told me. I know Jesus is coming because he told me. And we don't have much time. When you ask Jesus to live on the inside of you, he's going to tell you things to come. He promised that. He's going to be with you. He's going to be with you. He's going to teach you. Okay? He is. You can trust him. He said he'll never be ashamed if you trust him. You'll never be disappointed. You can always depend on him. Romans 10, 11. And so, kids are taking their lives. Adults are taking their lives. And it's because the enemy is magnifying to them how bad they are. He's repeating in their mind over and over again. And so, if you know someone or, or if your child is actually talking to you and saying, I'm just, I'm just bad at everything. I ruin everything. I'm the cause of bad things. I'm in the way. I hate myself. That's him talking to them. 
And you need to make them aware of that. And then repeat the good things. I love you. Tell your child, I love you. You're beautiful to me. It matters what you think of yourself. Because if you think bad of yourself, you're thinking the enemy's thoughts, and sooner or later, he's going to talk you into taking your life, taking razor blades and cutting your arm, because you're so bad. And it's going to make you feel better because you're punishing yourself. Or maybe overeating. Maybe they'll start overeating till their stomach hurts. They want to hurt themselves because, and the enemy is sly. He, he doesn't say hurt yourself. He says, eat too much. Eat, eat all you want of this wrong thing. I mean, kids are having heart attacks at a very young age or stressing them out, you know, just harassing them. Oh, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're ugly. Um, you can't do this. You mess everything up. And, and just in their thinking. So we have to take captive every thought. We have to be in control of our thinking, and we have to teach them that. Even to believe by his stripes we were healed. The enemy is going to come and say, no, you're not. Look at your symptoms. No, you're not. You're not healed. And so we end up believing we're not healed. You don't have power over the enemy. You don't. He has power over you. No, he doesn't. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus cast out demons, laid hands on the sick. He was kind and compassionate. And you need to teach your children. Teach your friends. Counsel that person that you know is thinking about killing themselves. Jesus has a wonderful plan for you, something awesome for you to do. He's, you're valuable to him. And the enemy hates God. And so that's why he's attacking you and I. If he can hurt us, he's hurting God. If he can prepare us for hell instead of us preparing for eternity, he's getting back at God. That's what he wants to do. So, Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, he said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you heed my voice, I'll come and live on the inside of you. I'll dine with you. That means he's going to be with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to teach you. So if you do that, if you ask him and you heed his voice, I mean, if you're not going to do what he tells you to do, then really there isn't much he can do because he said that if you do what he tells you to do, you're going to have his joy. And he can't live separated from joy and goodness. And so when he lives on the inside of you and the things he tells you to do that are for your good, bring you that happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. He's going to come, and the Father, and they're going to make their home within you. And he's going to start preparing you for eternity and teaching you who your enemy is and how to be an overcomer. So that you and, and get you ready to move in with him so you can live with him forever. 
Hell was not meant for us. Hell is meant for the devil and his angels. And he's doing what he can do to deceive you. Come, come, he comes dressed as an angel of light. Oh, God's not really real. And, and you know, um, I have this and this and that for you. And God's trying to take away from you. And it's okay what you're doing. It, it's okay. He's lying to you. He's deceiving you. And so Jesus is saying, if you heed my voice, I'm going to come and live on the inside of you and prepare you. He's going to make you look like him. You're going to have joy and peace. He said, my joy in you would be complete. John 14, 21, he said, if you love me, you'll obey me and I'll show myself to you. When he shows himself to you, wow. You're just going to start falling in love with him and then the enemy is going to come. Jesus said, if you don't understand this, you don't understand anything. And Mark 4, 13, that as soon as you hear the word, as soon as you hear this word, Satan's going to come and try to take it from you. Don't let him. Keep hearing the word. Jesus said, if you don't pay attention to the word, even what you had is going to be taken to you by force. He's going to, the enemy's going to come and try to take it. So, pray with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for telling us things to come, telling us the truth. Thank you and praise you for helping us to know what the enemy is up to. We're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God. Live on the inside of us, be our God, and we're going to heed your voice. We're going to heed your voice. Thank you for teaching us and correcting us. Love you and praise you. And give you all the glory. So, if you said that prayer, heed his voice. If you didn't say it, you can say it any time. Get on your knees every day. Look at the word. BibleGateway.com. Look at the Word. He is His Word, John 1, 1. And when you look at the Word, you're going to have faith. You're going to have understanding. And you're going to be able to help those who are suffering. And help yourself. Because Jesus is going to live on the inside of you, and He's going to be there for you all the time. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you. And you know, if, if you want to contact me, all you have to do is go to visioneternity.org and... Um, Go ahead, contact me, and I can, I'll help you as much as I can. Um, just let me know.